Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Against the New Orleans Pelicans, this is the Hoopster Postgame Show. What a nice win for the Utah Jazz. Utah uh, plays the New Orleans Pelicans, who have like a, they have a very interesting style. They have obviously everyone's, uh, you know, the, probably the more interesting, one of the more interesting players in the league, Zion Williamson, because I think everyone's just still trying to figure out what he is and what he will eventually be. One thing's for sure is he is just an athletic marvel, just a physical specimen. He's like 280 pounds. He's like a just an absolute just monster. I mean, that play where he just bulldozed Derek Favors and then just softly puts the ball on the rim, his finishing is out of this world. You combine that, like that soft touch, that ability to just make shots with his incredible size. I mean, just the idea of just the force that he creates when he, you know, leaves the ground and just you know, explodes to the rim. It's, it's just, there's no one in this world like him. He is unique in every aspect. Now he's not a shooter, but he, you know, he hit enough of his free throws that he is enough, you know, that you can't just foul him. And he's so strong that even if you did try to foul him, he just finishes anyway. I mean, he's just inside. He's unbelievable. And I think for Zion Williamson, the next step for him is basically just a center I mean, just probably the most unique center in the NBA because he can handle the ball. He can pass. He finishes better than anyone in the league. His athleticism is out of this world. The problem is he's not a good defender. He's just not a good defender right now. That's the thing that Zion's going to need to work on is just being a better defensive player. And maybe if you put him at center, things work out a little better. Maybe if he's guarding someone like Rudy Gobert or, you know, they have they have uh Steven Adams on the Pelicans. If he's guarding someone like Steven Adams, he can stay with those guys better. So maybe that's just the next step for Zion. Maybe he can't really guard on the perimeter because tonight when the Jazz were going against Zion, they'd bring him out in the perimeter and they'd beat him. I mean, George Niang blew by him and dunked the ball. So if you're getting like blown by by George Niang, you've got some defensive things you can work on, all right? Doesn't mean he can't do those things. He doesn't mean he can't become a good defender because he's got easily all the physical tools anyone could ask for. It's just like a, it's just like a style thing. It's a tool. It's like a footwork thing. It's learning when to go, you know, you know, contest a three point shot and, and hold your ground and things like that. Just, there's so many little things that he just needs to learn and be better at that. uh, He has a chance to become better at that. I wouldn't give up on it, but it's surprisingly bad right now. So next step for Zion is using that incredible physical talent and learning how to channel it on the defensive end more effectively. Uh, outside of Zion, there are some nice players on the Pelicans. You know, that Lonzo Ball is a nice defender. Not a great shooter, but a, a nice defender, and he moves the ball really well. You've got J.J. Redick, who can still shoot the ball. Eric Bledsoe is a, you know, average to good NBA player. So they've got pieces on this floor that can really complement Zion. Steven Adams is is just a nice, solid starting center. 
there's like a, a lot of nice solid pieces to this team it just feels like they just need to add a little more talent or at least make talent that coalesces better i don't know what stan van gundy's gundy's gonna do i do feel like zion williamson needs to be the center of this team for them to kind of be what if they want to be a championship level team i think zion williamson needs to be the center and become an incredible defensive uh, presence at the center position while doing what he does on offense and then he needs players around him that are high level you know, and they need another star on this team. They just do. Brandon Ingram, I really like. And I actually think he can be that guy. Honestly, I think Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson is a really nice core, but I think Zion needs to go to the center spot. And then you need to have shooters all around those guys. And you've got a team that can win a lot of games for you. But, you know, this formation of, this, of the Pelicans can be a good defensive team with Steven uh, Adams at the center. But I feel like you're not really reaching your full potential if if Zion can play center and play it really well. So we'll see what happens. The Pelicans are really interesting. The Jazz get to play them again next game. So it'll be interesting to see how they adjust and if the Pelicans can adjust. There have been games where Brandon Ingram has done really well against Utah. Tonight, the Jazz played really well. And let's start with that. Royce O'Neal's defense on Brandon Ingram was fantastic. He held him to 17 points, 8 for 18 from the field, and 0 for 1 from 3. So he was uh, going to the hoop and four assists. So, and that's really minus 18 for Brandon Ingram. That is uh, Royce O'Neal right there. So anyone who's been saying, you know, on Twitter, some people have been saying things about Royce O'Neal that have just been flat out disrespectful and incorrect. And Royce O'Neal is, is proving why he's so good. Now, is he going to struggle against someone, you know, that's like an elite quick guard, like a Jamal Murray? Yeah, I think we've learned that Royce O'Neal does well against kind of a good wing, like a Brandon Ingram. He can guard wings like that, but he's going to struggle at times against a really quick, high-level scoring guard like a Jamal Murray or a Damian Lillard or someone like that. That's just not someone he can guard, and that's why the Jazz need to think about bringing in Mieoni, who they did bring in tonight, interestingly enough, for like a few minutes. Joe Ingles came back, and Quinn Snyder brought in Mieoni for two minutes. (laughs) But hey, it's something. I'll take it. Two minutes. He got one rebound. So good for you, Mieoni, and you get one rebound for every two minutes you play. But anyways, I would like to see Quinn kind of give someone like Oni, who showed that he could guard Jamal Murray last game. I know it was a short amount of time, but hey, if in that short amount of time you show something, I think that means you need to kind of explore that. Because if Mieoni can get on the floor and hit threes and then also guard elite scoring guards, and then Royce O'Neal can guard elite wings... I mean, doesn't that seem like a math equation that works? If you have, like, honestly, doesn't that just kind of make sense? I, I don't know how else to describe it. If they've got an elite wing and you can put Royce on them and they've got an elite guard, you can put Mieoni on them. Why, you know, doesn't that make, it makes sense to me. Am I crazy? Am I, am I, am I strange? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, it actually makes me feel like, am I in crazy town? Uh, Donovan Mitchell was elite tonight. Again, elite, elite, elite. Seven rebounds, uh, four assists, 28 points, nine for 15 from the field, 60%, four for seven from three. Donovan's spot-up shooting is just out of this world. He is, uh, you know, last game was a struggle for him, and tonight he just exploded. He just, and he seems to do this against the Pelicans, I guess. Uh, But he just was really, really good tonight, except for the five turnovers. Five turnovers. Donovan's got to work on that. Two to three, that's okay. When you start getting into five-plus, Mm, you got to work on that, especially when you got four assists. We want to get that to be a positive assist to, t- to turnover ratio. It's got to be a four to three, a four to two. When you're playing Call of Duty, you need your kill to death ratio to be good. And you can't be four. If your kill to death ratio in, in Call of Duty is four to five, 
you ain't getting a lot of rewards and you ain't getting a lot of of gun uh what do they get what do you get in call of duty you get like different colored guns like a camel gun i guess i don't know so who even cares about that but five turnovers not good otherwise donovan absolutely elite and because of his scoring efficiency he was a monster uh rudy gobert was an absolute beast he destroyed the pelicans tonight he toyed with stephen adams multiple times two times zion williamson tried to challenge rudy gobert and two times he was rejected and looked uh small and bad and not good tonight if you go against rudy gobert you will get uh something coming to you and zion williamson found out and it did not go well for him and so you could see him after those first two times challenging gobert he tried different things he had to do a little turnaround jumper he passed it out he gave up rudy gobert took the will out of him uh but rudy gobert tonight uh it's not you know even talking about rudy's stats but 18 rebounds is monster with 13 points three blocked shots He's just such a monster on the defensive floor in terms of just like what he does to everyone. He just makes the whole defensive floor just so much smaller for Utah. It's just easier for Utah's perimeter defenders to guard. And the perimeter defenders on Utah need to guard. They need to do a good job because what it does is it just takes this defense to a top five level. And right now I believe Utah might ha- I believe Utah has the number one defense in the league. I need to check that out. Let me know in the comments. But I think the defensive efficiency for Utah right now is just like astronomically good. Utah is tied for second in the Western Conference now. And they should be number one with that bad loss to the Knicks and a bad loss to the Nets where they did not have KD. Uh, it's Utah is really an elite team right now. Really, really good. Their offense is just smoking. They are like, I believe they're top five, top five, top five offensive efficiency, top five defense. And that means you're a championship contender. Now, can Utah keep this up for the whole season? Maybe. Because one of the things the Jazz got right now is in a, a formula that wins. Right now, the formula is they shoot the most threes. They shoot more threes than anybody. And they make a higher percentage of them. That's a pretty good formula. And guess what? It's not a formula where you have just like one guy passing the ball out. It's not just relying solely on Damian Lillard having a monster night here and there. Or, you know, James Harden kicking it out to three-point shooters. It's it's Donovan Mitchell. It's it's um it's Mike Conley. It's it's uh Joe Ingles passing it out to open three-point shooters. It's Jordan Clarkson finding his way into open space and hitting shots and taking threes and going to the rim. And that's all JC does now, and that's what works. And it's JC taking advantage of the space of having so many three-point shooters. So Bojan Bogdanovic has really struggled this year. Tonight, he was 4 for 11 from the field, but 3 for 8 from 3, 3 turnovers. Bogey just did not have a great night, but he was a plus 2. And the reason is, is because he spaces the floor. You know, so it allows someone like JC to do work. Uh, George Niang tonight hitting threes. George Niang has become just a really, really nice bench player. Who'd have thunk that if you play with Derek Favors and Jordan Clarkson on the bench and have um, have like Mike Conley passing you the ball, you'd be doing better. Who knew? Instead of Ed, uh, instead of Ed Davis and Emmanuel Moutier and all these and like Jeff Green, Im- imagine that that he's going to do better with those guys around him because he's shooting 50, 40% from three again, which he does every single season. And he has soft touch so he can hit little floaters and things like that. Like he's shown 50% from the field for George Niang, two for five and a monster dunk, a minivan dunk guys. It was beautiful. Uh, we talked about Mike Conley. Mike Conley's stats tonight weren't huge. And I felt like he was a, just a incredibly important guy on the team. Mike Conley commanded the floor Stockton style. 
when he was on the floor, everything's going the way it needs to go. And he makes the right play. He sets up teammates. Tonight, Mike Conley had kind of the sexy stat line with six points and 10 assists. Uh, Let's see, two turnovers for Mike Conley, but six to two turnover ratio. We know about the ratios now, right? We're appreciating the ratios. Shout out to ratios, ratios, ratios. That's that's what you want to see. Mike Conley is just commanding the ball, and it doesn't matter if he scores 20 or 6, apparently, because he had 10 assists. He was setting up Rudy. It was phenomenal. Uh, I believe that's all we got to talk about tonight. How nice is it? Is How nice is it that the Utah Jazz can depend on Derek Favors instead of Tony Bradley to back up Rudy Gobert? It's so nice. And I know Derek Favors isn't, like, uh, you know, destroying worlds. He's playing just solid basketball, and that's why he's backing up Rudy. That's just a, such a nice luxury for the Utah Jazz. Joe Ingles also shows up and shoots five for six from three. <laughs> you think a little rest helps? A little rest helps, Joe. I know the streak was nice, but you know what's also nice? Not having a sore Achilles. Maybe having a sore Achilles hurt his jump shooting. Just a thought. Just a thought. If you think, if you agree, let me know in the comments. If you like the, the New York Yankees hat, let me know in the comments. I like the Yankees hat. It's going to, it's something I'm going to wear, right? Uh, guys, like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, make sure you hit the bell. Membership's coming soon. I've got some artistry going on. It's going to be fun. We're going to see some memberships, do some super chats. we got to figure out some things with the internet still, blah. We'll figure it out. It's going to go okay, I think, though. We'll figure it out. But guys, like and subscribe to the channel. I will talk to you later.